Now let's get it on. Here we go. Yeah. What is up, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Neon Belly Podcast. We are your host, Nate John. And Brandon. Ooh, on beat, too. Come on now. Oh, that was. And Brandon. Yeah, he came through with that, like, late yeah, night. I like the uh, celebrity death match. Let's get it on. Yeah. I, I, I was thinking about it's like, every time I hear that bell, that's what I think in my head, so I figured I'd say it's it. It's a great show. Oh, uh, well, boys, on today's episode, we're going to preview this Saturday's UFC Fight Night Vegas 37, which is headlined by Anthony Smith versus Ryan Spann. We got fight announcements, injury updates, and Gable Stevenson's decision about his future. Then we will wrap things up with a new game Brandon Dino Barino made up called Elevator Pitch, or a recreate, shall we say. Yeah, a little variation. A variation of. John, how nervous are you to do a game that Brandon made up? (laughs) I have a feeling like... (laughs) If, if like one of us go first, it's gonna be okay. But like, what am I doing? And then we're gonna like stumble through, and he's gonna be like, nah, "We'll just use a different one." Yeah. And then he'll switch out the question or whatever it is, and then at the end of it, be like, "Well, yeah, hope you guys like that." Um, yeah. I almost. can't. I cannot wait. This is this is unprecedented. It's, yeah. it's a first time for the pod. It's, not like it, it's either gonna work or it's not. It's did you like? Did you like uh, challenge Oliver to it first to see? No, but I did ask. I did do some consulting a little bit. Good. Asked some people on the outside to see. Good. So we'll see. Well, I feel a little bit better. Yeah. Good. Will anybody have anything going on this week? It is NFL week game. Well, we had our first game Thursday night. The actual banger. Very, man, couldn't ask for a better uh, start to the season. Then they're coming fast and hard tomorrow morning, Sunday. John, how you feeling about your Indianapolis Colts? Oh, I'm excited. Carson Wentz comes back in five weeks from getting a foot surgery that was supposed to put him out from five to 12 weeks. Um, that's like not practicing at all. He's back in five weeks, and that's after actually practicing. That's like Tony Ferguson. Right. Uh, we got Quentin Nelson back. You know, we got DeForest Buckner looking in there. We got Darius Leonard. Like, I'm I'm, I'm looking for some tickets. Probably won't be able to go to the Buccaneers game because those tickets are probably going to be $100,000. Yeah. Because people love to see Tom Brady beat yeah. us, but outside of that. Yeah. Brandon, I'm going to say go, and you say your favorite team. Go. Uh, Philadelphia Eagles. <laughs> what? I could see that. <laughs> that was just when I was a kid. I, I loved okay. the Eagles. Okay. So Donovan numbers. McNabb guy? Oh, yeah. That yeah. Was, I had a McNabb jersey for a long time and a Vic jersey. Oh, nice. Did you know that Terrell Owens called him out that he said he wants to box Donovan McNabb because he doesn't like him. Oh, God. So tell that fat guy to step in. With oh, me. my Jeez. gosh. I w- I would, I'd pay that. to watch that. Oh, 100%. Yeah, I'd pay to watch It'd be hilarious. <laughs> Eat all that Campbell soup. I'd get all, you know, soupied up. I could see that. Yeah. But uh, at the same time, I do have to throw in, like, the Colts. Like, I'm a little, I have to okay. kind of pay gotta stay loyal then. to the soil sometimes, yeah. man. If I was to name, like, how many sports, like, out of all the big major sports, football, basketball, baseball, hockey, like, if I, like, Throughout a team name, could you tell me what sport they're associated with professionally? It's probably like, uh, I don't know, 50-50. Okay, I'm going to go right now. New York Penguins. Hockey. Got it. Yeah. All right. How about the Milwaukee Diamondbacks? Soccer. This guy's cheating. Yeah. All right, let's get a little tougher here. How about... Hit him with Santa Fe. Okay, the Santa Fe Oilers. Oilers. That sounds like an NFL thing. Didn't it used to be... Commit to one. It's not NFL now, though. 
Is it? Come yeah, on. I'm going with the NFL. Dang. Wow. All right, let's give him a little. Let's give Brandon. <laughs> just nailed the, the, yeah. the. You just nailed the neon belly sports challenge. And that was like we was like, let's set this up. Yeah, mm. man, you're gonna hate yourself yeah. when you listen to this back, though. I um, am. but yeah, boys, nothing going on this week, um, for me either. Um, I man, I was off work and didn't get to watch much. Uh, mm. Honestly, I was really busy. Um, so I don't have anything good. I've still been like going back and watching Walking Dead. I don't know why. Where right. are you at on it? We just almost current. This. Really? Yeah, I'm uh. Um, so the new season just started season 11. I'm, I'm on like episode 10 of season 10, I think. Nice. So yeah, I'm like right there. Yeah, yeah. You are right there. Yeah. I need to catch up. I started Lucifer and it's not bad. Yeah. I've heard, the, I, I've heard, I've heard of it. It's, it's, it's good. It's not like, it's not the action and stuff. It's kind of, if you've ever watched like, I mean, it's, it's up there with like arrow and flash as far as like sure. the level of. Uh, money's getting put into it, but mm. it's casted pretty well, and I think it's pretty funny. Nice. Okay. I do have one good news, though. Okay. Your boy pulled a... I got into the card breaking with my man over here. Oh, yeah. Your boy pulled Tell a silver Zhang Wei Li. Yeah. Wow. It was a four... Only four cards in the pack. It was $24. This card's going for $80 right now. Nice. I got a Dustin Poirier that's going for 20 I got really? Cody Stamen. That's a $5 card, but that's okay. It's not bad. And then I got Raquel Pennington in between... Dustin, Cody, and Raquel that paid for the pack. Then I get eighty bucks profit from Dustin Poirier. Is only twenty bucks. It's like a base level. It wasn't like a. This is like a silver. Oh, so. okay, gotcha. J- Jessica Andrade, Raquel Pennington. Who had the? No, never mind. Um, both. So the <laughs> both. So yeah. Um. But yeah. So good for John. I'm glad. Right. I'm glad. Was that your first on the loop app? Was that your no, first second. purchase? Second I did purchase. the NFL pack. That's when I got the Rondell Moore card. Okay. Um, that one hasn't came in yet. Yeah. So hopefully that comes in so I don't have to make a trip somewhere. But, <laughs> but this is, I mean, this is my first time ever doing any UFC card. So I came off with a big dub. I like them. Yeah. You know, um, I, I didn't have a good experience with my first one. But as far as the quality of the cards, they're mm-hmm. just awesome, awesome cards. If anybody's looking to, you know, have some fun and crack open a pack. Go for it. And it's just, I mean, the sport is so new. I mean, it's the first, I don't ever remember hearing about cards like that for, I know Uncle Mark's got his hands on some, some classics. Well, even you were talking about like boxing cards, you just, they're hard to find when you can, they're real expensive. And, uh, so yeah, go for them. They're fun. You said that pack was what, 24 bucks, 24 bucks, Mm. but he made like quite a bit of money. I might have to give that a try. I'm saying it's fun. A little one. It's fun. Yeah, I'll, okay. I'll give you the app. It's okay. called Loop, L-O-U-P-E. But like Send we it. discussed last week, it is gambling yes. 100%. Yes, so. please. Because uh, yes. I could have got, you know, 4 or $5 cards and ended up like $6 in the hole. Yeah, proceed yeah. with caution, for sure. How do you know the worst? Does it all do that through the app? You look it up. I look okay. at eBay, and when I go to eBay, I go to sold. So I try to see, like, what they've really sold for. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Okay. So that's a good that's a good way of going about it, too. Sounds a little sketch, but all right. But it is yeah. it is fun for the UFC card just because oh yeah you know with you know if Whaley ends up winning the title again, this card might you know go up to a hundred fifty dollar card. Sure. It's fun in that loop app too because even if you just watch them open, because some of them are fans of UFC, but mm-hmm. like they they most of them are not, and even the ones that are fans have no idea on the pronunciations of the names. <laughs> oh yeah, they're worse than me. So they're like Zhang 
Wally? Like, <laughs> yeah. you know, it's like, it's terrible. Well, the dude who did mine, he actually knew because he was like, yeah, you know, Rose probably had knockout of the yeah. year, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, some of them will talk to you, like, yeah. engage about the fights, yeah. but if they just, like, have no idea, it's bad. Yeah. Well, and it's almost your only option now because you go to Target, they don't sell them in no. store no more. And you can't find them. You em. can't buy sports cars because they've gone so crazy these yeah. past two years Wow, that they sell out, Yeah, and that's why you have this app. Yep. Fun stuff. Well, boys, we're going to get into it. But before we do, make sure that you go back and listen to our last episode, uh, the Matt Talk with James, the Concrete Kid Schaefer. Um, It was just a really, really awesome episode. So if you're listening to this, and really all our Matt Talks, like if you're you're new to the pod, go back and listen to the Matt Talks because you don't have to be like current, right? We stay, you know, you can listen to those at any time and We've uh, we've had the privilege of talking to some really awesome people from the first one all the way up to this one. So go back and check that out. It dropped last Wednesday. Yeah. Oh, we're gonna say something. No, I was just oh, green. Like, okay, yeah, I didn't know if you're sorry. I didn't know if you're gonna say something. Uh, and also, if you are listening, please follow or subscribe, depending on which streaming app you are listening on. And if you are on Apple Podcasts, please click those five please. stars, write us a review. Also, before we jump in the episode, I have to apologize. Big mistake last week, and for some reason, when I heard it. I instantly knew I was wrong, and I was wrong for a stupid reason that I always remember this one by. Mm. The capital of Illinois, to my Illinois listeners who were probably pulling their hair out when I said Champaign, is not. It's Springfield. Mm. You always remember that because of the stupid Simpsons. Right. (sighs) I dropped the ball. Wow. Yeah. But I'm man enough to apologize. Well, here's the other thing. Now, every state's going to be like, Yeah, what's up? What's up? I dare you to say (laughs) it. Go ahead. Quiz me on one right now. Give me a state. Vermont. All right, so this Saturday night, <laughs> September 18th, UFC Fight Night, Vegas 37, we have number six, Anthony Lionheart Smith. This is the mm. headline, by the way, versus number 11, Ryan mm. Superman Spain. Anthony Smith is on a two-fight win streak. His last fight was a victory over Jimmy Crute, where he gave Crute the drop foot in round one, which led to the uh, basically the ref stopped it. Mm-hmm. Crute was trying to come out. That yeah. was pretty awesome. Uh, Span is nine and one in his last ten. Uh, he's coming in off his first round KO of Misha Kirkinov. Boys, this fight will put the winner in a good position in this two hundred five pound division. Any thoughts on this one? I don't think as as true as that last statement you said is. I don't know how great that is for the division. What statement? Well, within? that this could put them in a good spot because okay. it's just there's not a lot. No, and there's not, but. You got to get this division going. And the tough thing is, so like Smith was on that weird run of form. Um, and, and Ran into Glover, baby. Yeah, but he, yeah, but here's what I do like about Smith. And I, and I was watching some of his fights today and I said, here's what I love about this guy. And I'm not a crazy fan of his. So take this with a grain of salt as well, because I am actually giving him a compliment here. <laughs> um, but I love that he did something that I feel like we've said. I hate to, I feel like we keep beating this guy up three weeks in a row now, but Kevin Lee, um, even maybe now a Darren Till, like last week, is he went on a pretty rough run there, right? Mm-hmm. But he was willing to go back in the line and just like, let's just start getting some wins and start That's beating true. some guys that maybe you should be beating, but let's just go, you know, uh, win. So, like the Devin Clark, who's actually fighting in our co main, you know, he, he went a big step back and fought Devin Clark and won in the first round. And then his last fight, the Jimmy Crute fight, um, and he looked really good in that fight. Uh, against a guy that I, he was actually the underdog in that fight mm-hmm. um, against Crew. Um, well, I think it was the Clark fight that was supposed to be a co-main. I don't know. And then um, Derek Lewis and somebody got moved. That's okay. why I got moved up to a because this 
Clark and Smith wouldn't have been a five rounder. Sure. Well, yeah. then again, we do have him in Spain right now. Yeah, but, but I mean, at the end right. of the day, it's just I, I give him some credit, uh, Anthony Smith, because when you're willing to go back like that, and I think that's what a lot of guys need to do, as long as the UFC lets him. I mean, who knows how much decisions making they get in that but i feel like if you're a guy and you're just struggling and you're in the mud just mm-hmm. taking that big step back in competition and like just get yourself going again mm-hmm. and he's done that and he i mean even in that crew fight man like i wrote it down like that jab his jab that whole fight was like mm-hmm. the big difference maker and actually before the leg kick that landed on crew they gave him the drop fit foot uh crew was landing some nasty leg kicks right like ones that well, if we thought that that was it was going to be over yeah. yeah because you're sitting here thinking like dude one more round of these and this is done right mm-hmm. uh you know your leg just can't take it and anthony smith landed one right and just you know put instantly the foot goes nuts mm-hmm. um but the takedown defense is not great um, and even Crew was able to take him down twice mm-hmm. with one foot, essentially. Um, and one thing that I think Span does really well is the takedowns. He is really good at forcing guys to fight on the outside. And then he just kind of looks for that big right hand or shoots in, takes guys down. Got him in trouble in the Johnny Walker fight. That's his only loss in the UFC because mm-hmm. um, he just... Go ahead. But no, he was ahead. winning that. I mean, he was doing really well yeah. early on. Look, so not, yeah. to, not to say he got caught, but. Well, he just, he like shot in on like a double leg and he, right. it's like he couldn't get his hands together behind the butt. And bit. he just kind of laid there and then Walker just started elbowing well, the. If you look back, he's he's ate those like two or three times mm-hmm. outside the UFC. Sure. He has a problem with stalling on that double leg and yeah. eating those yeah, Travis and that, Browns. And, so, and, and dude, Anthony Smith will make him pay. I mean, mm-hmm. Smith's takedown isn't the greatest, but... Uh, His jiu-jitsu's he, good. Yeah, and another thing is um, in the... Uh, was it the Kirkinov that uh the or no no I'm not I'm tripping um the uh Sam Alvey fight spans which was like two fights ago I think two or three uh that that fight went to the third round and he was gassed and actually Alvey almost finished him in that third round because mm-hmm. he was super gassed so if you're span the scary thing for him going into this as well is this is a five round fight Anthony Smith is a really durable guy yeah. and mm-hmm. I mean you look at that Glover fight where I mean <laughs> It's almost sad. Probably one, yeah. Like I think we were all three in tears at the end of it. You know, you just felt bad. Uh, Brandon <laughs> yeah. was for sure. We know that just a little bit. Yeah, yeah, but you know, so I'm just saying. But like, hopefully he's prepared to go five rounds because Anthony Smith's a tough guy uh, to finish. One thing I do just to kind of piggyback off that, Span looked noticeably in shape in his last fight. I think, yeah, I think a bit more than what I'm used to seeing him. Like, mm-hmm. um, and he he talked about it a little bit. I don't remember if he said he switched camps or he just put a bit more into the you know, strength and conditioning mm-hmm. to stay on top of his cardio a little bit. But, yeah, so I'll be interested to see if this does go into later rounds how he does because it just seemed mm-hmm. like he was sort of in a better spot physically right, in that right. last fight. Yeah, I think he's still at, he's at Fortis with, uh, like, Uriah and all So that. it may have just been... But I think a, he's been there for a while. Right, so it may yeah. have just been kind of a re... Refocusing yeah. of where he's, what he's doing in oh, his camps. Yeah, because so. I'm sure, because after that Alvy fight, I mean, that had to be... I mean, he literally won that entire fight until that third round. Right. So, were you going to say something, John? Go ahead. I was just going to say, when you you know, as weird as Anthony Smith's career has been, I mean, he's only lost to either really yeah. top level guys or you know that Alexander Rochik fight. Right. Yeah. <clears throat> he's a up and comer, but outside of that, you're looking at Glover, John Jones, Tiago Santos. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, but see, that's what I'm saying is like, there's two things. There's two. There's two you know ideas to me when it comes to that stuff uh, because you know so like actually. Jacob was kind of like we were talking and, you know, he had said like, you know, you can't really cut 
Kevin Lee because he could still be, you know, the number 15 guy possibly. But Mm -hmm. the only thing that I counter with that is, yeah, but you've now seen that he can't compete at the top. So what's the point of letting him be your number? You know what I mean? Like, so like for Smith is like every time he gets up there, he's just shown continuously that he's not quite good enough to compete at the highest level with the best guys in the division. Mm -hmm. Um, Span, like I said, the Johnny Walker was a setback, but other than that, He's actually looked really good in all his fights. I mean, this is definitely going to probably be one of his biggest fights to date, for sure. Um, So, you know, we'll see. I think Smith could really do well for himself to maybe try to force Span on the outside. I mean, Mm -hmm. I think that's easier said than done because Span. And something weird, I was going through Smith's record, I noticed he struggles with guys that have more reach than him Mm -hmm. Um, because he is such a big, long guy. And, I mean, Span is just about as probably big and massive as you can get right to into 205 pounds you know yeah i would say the last win for spain is probably his biggest he fought i think it was little nog yeah that little nog um, the little nog was kind of yeah mean, he was like really but i would fast. say his last fight was his most impressive so yeah you know you can't and and then for smith i mean to get a to you had to kind of maim a guy to get him to yeah. stop kicking you but right um so it's as much as it's not as super like it's not moving the needle. Right. It's still on paper. Like, as much as you look at it and you're just like, man, this is the main event. But when you really look at what they've been doing, this is actually a really good matchup. So. Sure. Very true. Um, anything else on our main event, boys, before we move on? I got nothing. All right. So our main event for this fight card, keep in mind that the star power on this card, you know, we were kind of talking about before, it isn't the greatest. Um, this is one of those fight nights where, you know, the names aren't there. That's not to say these aren't going to be good fights, but, you know, uh, bear with us if, you know, if you're kind of like maybe not the biggest Right. Fan. Well, and who's to say these won't be the names in sure. four months? Sure. And yeah, so, you know, bear with us and, and you know, really just watch these because I'm sure they're still going to deliver and we'll get to a minute why we're really invested in this card as well. But our co-main event, another 205 pound fight. See, I think they're really trying to get that division going. They have to, man. Yeah, they've kind of neglected it. But you have Eon Kuntalabe versus Devin Clark, uh, the Hulk Kuntalabe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he is the uh, he is the guy that paints himself green at the way yeah. end. So mm-hmm. I'm sure everybody knows who he is or you've been familiar. Wild guy. Um, He's coming in off a draw against uh, Dustin Jacoby. Uh, he's in a rough run of form lately. He is 0-2-1 and one in his last three fights. Hasn't won a fight since 2019. Uh, Devin Clark is coming in off a submission loss to Anthony Smith, which we just mentioned. Um, and if you go through Devin Clark's record, he has fought the best in the division. Um, just hasn't been good enough, kind of like with Smith, to kind of get those wins or that mm-hmm. big name on his record yet. Uh, but my question to you guys is, uh, Kuntalabe, always exciting and fun for one round. Like I think we've sure. actually said on the last time he fought is he's probably the best one round fighter in the UFC. I think we mm-hmm. like literally said that. Um, and then he just gasses. So that's yeah. you know his last one he lost. Um, his last fight against Dustin Jacoby, ten aided him the first round, just dominated him, and then just went out and just lost the next two rounds. And mm-hmm. you know that's why there was a draw. Um, so how bad does a guy like Kuntilabe need this win uh, Saturday to try to or try to find a way uh, to win over Devin Clark for his, for his UFC future? For sure. I mean, especially when you're talking about a division that you know they need contenders they need people working up and you start getting into these um one of my last six and you know stuff like that yeah you make it i mean you are exciting for that first round so 
you know, they could probably bring you in on the undercard or something in the future. But yeah, you're not you're not helping yourself at all, I and mean, he's not getting a good he's not getting an easy fight to get back sure. on that streak either. I mean, that being said, though, do you think that with the division being where it's at, that could give you more chances? Like because they are that that need, they need that. You yeah. Know what I mean? they well, need it's either that or you're gonna get guys who are maybe middle of the pack at 85 yeah. going up. I mean, you. I mean, the fact that you know, outside of Prohoshka. If you talk about who would be a contender at 205, people yeah. would be like, maybe Izzy again. Because people just can't, you know, there's not just a lot of names up there. You still, so. Yeah, you still have Rakic, Alexander right. Rakic, who I, I still think um, still has the potential. I just think uh, Kunta Labe, he's kind of got a look, you know, because the whole Hulk thing, and he is a bit of a name, and, you know, mm. fans like him because he is fun. Uh, Devin Clark, both of these guys, Devin Clark actually starts really fast too. I think this is right. going to be a crazy first round. Um, I think it actually could end in the first round because um, both these guys just come out wild in the first. Um, but Devin Clark, so he came in on Dana White looking for a fight. So even for him, I feel like, I don't know if it's that Dana has like a soft spot for some of these contender series or looking for a fight guys, but they do seem to get a little bit of extra rub and a little extra time. Mm-hmm. And well, that's his baby, right? I right. Mean, the contender series is him. Like that's, well, and that's his name as a yeah, recruiter or a Yeah, scouter. you don't, exactly. You're putting yourself out there and you don't want to look like, oh, I signed this guy and he, I mean, really, you know, Devin Clark just has not, I mean, he's literally fought almost all the big name guys and just has not looked good in, with any of them. Um, so it's going to be interesting. I, I think either one of these guys loses. It's it's going to be a problem for him. Maybe they can squeak out another one. I don't know about Kunta Labe. Well, I think though. Clark it's, has a little bit more. I think Clark's got a little bit more of a rub. But yeah, Kunta Labe. To be two and two in your last four yeah. is way different than being <laughs> yeah. you know zero oh and four in your last four. Yeah, and you know, like I said, hasn't won since two thousand nineteen. Especially for Kunta Labe, when you talk about he got beat, said it was a fluke, got yeah. the rematch, got knocked out again. Sure. Then you go to a draw. Yeah. Oof. So that's anything else on our co-main boys. Before we move um, on. I think what's going to be interesting about it is uh, Clark doesn't really use his striking other than like a big overhand yeah. right because he's trying to get to that wrestling. And really good wrestler, yeah. He was a JUCO national champion. I know. Um, uh, compete uh, like really. I think he every year he was in college got some really high honors mm-hmm. for wrestling. So I think he's primarily yeah. and a wrestler. When I but when I went back and watched the um, Smith fight, he wasn't doing too bad, and he fought he fought off some really bad positions. Yeah, but eventually Anthony Smith's jujitsu just he set him up for a really good triangle and right. Um, but he was kind of grappling like a wrestler, so it kind of got him in trouble with the triangle. So sure. I think um, I think he'd be smart to stay back a little bit and yeah. not charge in, but yeah. we'll see how it goes. No, I, I agree totally. Um, so that's the two fights that we're going to feature for this card. Like I said, not a real deep card in terms of names and star power. So, you know, we didn't want to get too crazy um, as far as, like, you know, going through every fight. But we do have to mention two more fights on this card that we are, like, super excited for. Um, Nathan Manus on the undercard. Uh, Nathan is somebody that he fights. Um, actually, he's from Kentucky, um, but he does train. I think he trains two places, but one of those places is um, Nice Guy uh, mm-hmm. down in uh, Evansville with Bobby Emmons, Dave Overfield. Um, I think one of them, if not both of them, will be in his corner for this fight. Uh, he's fought up here in Kokomo. We've seen him. Uh, John, we you know we, we went and saw him at the Armory when he right. fought on Coliseum Combat and um, just really excited to see his career. Uh, I remember, you know, we've kind of followed him ever since that night because we were like, this guy's got it. Like, he's going. Mm-hmm. I think he's like, nine, like 19 and 1 or like, I don't even know. He's got like a crazy yeah. He's 13 and 13 and 1, excuse me. Yeah. Uh, looking to go 3 and 0 this coming Saturday night. Um, so super rooting for him. Also, 
right before, literally like just hours ago, uh, we just found out Jim Miller was supposed to be on this card. He has fallen off due to an injury, I believe. Uh, so stepping in for him is Indianapolis's own Cameron Van Camp fighting out of IBG down there. Um, another guy that everybody around here in Indiana, I mean, really probably in the Midwest, right. is yeah. super familiar with. Mm-hmm. Um, him and his two brothers, um, just uh, for same thing like with Manus. It wasn't, you know, if Cameron was good, it was just more of a matter of when. Mm-hmm. Um, and so super, super um, excited for him to make his UFC debut. I've seen rumor that he signed a four-fight deal. Yeah, I'm not that's sure. what I've seen. Okay. Uh, people from his camp, I believe, put okay. that out info out too. But I hope they keep him in the same slot. I'll get that third fight yeah, on the main on card. Yeah, on the main card. I mean, what a way to introduce yourself. I, I think they might move somebody up. Um, but we'll see. I, I hope so for his sake. That'd be awesome. Um, also have no idea why, but I did see that he has been training in Romania. And for people that don't know, I'm a very, very proud Romanian. Uh, so if he's coming out of the motherland, get ready, boys. Right. Strap in. <laughs> it's going to be a 55. I thought he was a, a he, welterweight. He's done man. both. Yeah. He's done both. I think he's the, is he the Coliseum Combat 55 and 7, or maybe just the 70? I don't know. Yeah. Because when I was, before they announced who it was going to be against, I'm looking on this card, there was only one welterweight, and it was a... Um, a guy who was like ten and two or something. Yeah. And but I was like, oh man, that'll be a nice one. And then I seen boom up there with the guy who was supposed to be on the main card. Yeah. Um, which like let's do it, me and you. Let's do a crazy parlay. Nate Manus, right, Cameron yeah. Van Camp to win. For sure. We'll just go halvesies on it. Oh yeah. I bet they're both gonna be underdogs. Thousand dollars. You in? No. Why? Thousand dollars. That's why. Split three ways. Mm, what is that three ways? That'd be $333, something like that. Yeah, probably not. Dude, can you imagine, like, Cameron... So Cameron taking this fight on one week's notice for your UFC debut, he's probably going to be a massive dog. I don't know. Maybe not, though. I mean, we know. Like, we know... Right. But but I I don't know about these odds makers, so (laughs) I'm seeing payday, boys. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, That... uh, that Joaquin Buckley's Joaquin Buckley's on it. Uh, who else is on the card? There is some. There is still some good. Raquel names. Pennington. We just talked yeah. about. I got her card. Yeah, so Ra- hopefully she wins. I'm yeah. trying to get she, my. She could take the value up on your card. Right. right. Um, yeah. So still some good names. Still a good card. That's this fight this coming Saturday. If nothing else, tune in to see the young boys, the young bulls coming up. Manus and Van Camp. Yes, sir. Boys, let's get to our picks. But first, Brandino. Update us on our scoring. You kind of um, teased this last week. Did, I didn't remember if I said we said it, didn't we? You said the there change? is a new leader. I am the new leader. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, he's been, he's been saying that into the mirror God. for weeks. Holy Look cat. at me. Oh. I am the leader. Dude, the way he just said that, you're right. <laughs> right. He probably uh, he did that like he's got his gun in his yeah. hand. He's I looking in the, the mirror. I am. Hey. <laughs> Abby, who am I? Yeah. The leader. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, I just watched Captain Phillips. She, so. She's probably so sick of hearing it. Like, <laughs> shut up. You're supposed to be pooping. I hope John wins this week. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So Update I, us on the scores. I'm in first with 57, right. and then um, you and John are both tied for, with 55. Oh, okay. So it's, it's close. So, jeez. Yeah. I did have a good, you know what? I did have a good week last week. So, yeah, that, man, isn't that crazy? Yeah, I think you had four points. You know what's funny is I was watching, one of the videos I watched getting ready for this week mm-hmm. was a guy who does, like, 
breakdowns and like odds for like betting. Sure. He was like, I couldn't imagine the people who make their living off of betting on oh, MMA. There's no because it's, it's such impossible. a just a flip toss. Like you can't, man. I mean, there's a submission right there. I could get it, but I want yeah. the knockout, so I'm gonna let you up. Then I lose, or <laughs> you know. So I know some people. I don't know, but I know of some people that are really good MMA handicappers. Um, but like one of them, like I heard him on, um, man, whose pod was it? He was on a podcast, and he was just like, he had to get out the game. Because he was like, it is so much work. I have to watch so much film, do so much research. He was like, it was just exhausting. And even I just then, needed a break. And even then, you don't know if this guy had a bad weight cut. You it's, don't know if you know he had yeah. a torn ACL all camp. Dude, like, when you're throwing three and or three six ounce gloves, whatever they are, right. I mean, it's just anything could happen, man. Yeah. Um, so I'm gonna lead the dance, John. Sorry, I've been at the bottom the longest. That's true. So. <laughs> Get used to it. I'm not used this to is this. How we, this is how we do it down here. <laughs> In the dirty. We're going to start with the co-main event. Eon Kuntalabe versus Devin Clark. I am going to go Devin Clark. Um, I think the first round... Either one of these guys could win this thing in the first round. I will be honest. I think Devin Clark takes it deep, though. Weather's an early storm. Um, I really like the guy. Uh, taking a big, like, really from his first fight in the UFC, I remember him speaking out on autism. He gives a lot of money to autism and charity. So I like the dude. I want to see him do well. Um, I am going to take Devin Clark third round I'm going to say decision. Unanimous. <laughs> Unanimous. Both of these guys have been decision machines as of late. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to say Devin Clark, unanimous decision. Mm, that's a good one. I'm going to take Devin Clark as well, but I'm going to take, um, I'm going to say second round TKO. The okay. first round burnout, and then he gets sure. some ground and pound. Yeah. Man. I now, yeah, you, I don't you're feeling I, the pressure now. So this uh -huh. is like, yeah. I almost feel like I have to go with. Kuntelaba, Kuntelaba, okay, I almost feel like I have to go with him because... Where'd, the, where'd you get the position. N in that name? Yeah, there's no N in there, but <laughs> Kuntelaba, but this is getting to brand. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm trying this to tell you, weird. Look, it's this not is, been. it's not easy to be at the top. You're man. overthinking. The crown's heavy. Like, yeah. Let him do his thing. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Round one, KO. Okay. Good call. I, I actually like that call. If you're going to go Kute Laba, I think you go has early. To has yeah, to be no. early. Yeah. Uh, speaking of has to be early, Anthony Lionheart Smith versus Ryan Superman Span. I am going to go Span here. Uh, mm. I'm going to take a big risk. Um, I think, uh, well, I don't I don't know if it's a risk. He might be the favorite. I haven't really seen the odds. Um, no, he's a 145 underdog. Is he? Okay, yeah. I mean, I could see that. Smith's a bigger name, ranked higher. Um, yeah, I'm going to go Span here, man. I just, I think he has everything to beat um, Anthony Smith in this one. I, Smith's takedown defense is just just horrid. And um, I mean, I don't want to say horrid, but like, dude, you literally got knee tapped by Jimmy Crute with one foot. <laughs> like, <laughs> I mean, um, so I'm going to go span here. I think he keeps him on the outside, bullies him against the cage, maybe lands that big right to drop him, maybe takes him down. Um, it might take him a couple rounds, though. Uh, I'll say it has, I think it has to be within three. Uh, I'll say second round TKO, Ryan Span, mm -hmm. just because I think it has to be. I don't, yeah. I don't think he's conditioned to go five just based off of recently when we saw mm -hmm. him go three. So I'm going to take Anthony Smith, um, fourth round sub, take him into deep water, man. He's, um, I mean, his, uh, that triangle on Devin yeah. Clark, I mean, he, for, for as not great as his takedown defenses, I don't, I, I, I hate saying terrible. He's a UFC fighter. Um, it's not 
up to par as it is. Hit him off his back. He's really good off his back. He's got really good jujitsu. Yeah, and I mean the the sub wins he has are against you know good people. Yeah, Oldsmere, Gustafson, and obviously that Devin Clark. Sure. More recently, but I think he uh, he probably has some really underrated jujitsu in that division, and I think that's what's gonna push good him down. through. Yeah. I'm gonna take Ryan Span round three knockout TKO. Like it. That's it. What round did you say for two? You said two. He said two. Two. Oh, yes. Okay. Yeah. Two. Just making sure you weren't copying him. I know you're a little nervous <laughs> right now. I thought about it. Boys, forgive me. I'm trying to pull it up on my uh, phone. I don't have my iPad today, folks, so bear with me. Um, but this Saturday, also, we have Bellator 266. Phil Davis versus Yoel Romero making the Bellator debut. I, I cannot get the rest of this card to pull up. I am so sorry. Um, but just know that that is September 18th as well. Um, really, really excited for that one. I actually might try to see if I can find a way to watch that, even if I have to break down and do like a free trial. Is it Showtime? Yeah, yeah, Showtime. I might do it. Um, mm. Also worth noting, um, I think as we were recording, it's actually already started. Uh, Vitor Belfort is facing the 58-year-old Evander Holyfield in a boxing match. Whew, did you guys see the videos of Holyfield hitting mitts? Oh, you didn't see I it. I did not. Oh, it's look good. If he dies in there, like there's somebody needs arrested. Like, dude, it's he just looks old, oh, man. It looks bad. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's still like kind of. Let me he, okay, let me ask you this real quick. When when Tyson, because he just fought a little bit recently. Oh no 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 no! Like Tyson looked snappy. You know, things okay, were, okay. like this is I just like that. okay, th- dude. This so is not like that at dude, all. Dude, he's fifty eight years old. I mean, he still looks in good shape, but dude, he's fifty eight, and you know, like. <laughs> Vitor is he's probably on, on TRT. Every, I mean, he might come out with two needles in he, his neck. He said he looks thirty. That's what I seen somebody say. On Did Twitter. you see a picture of him? Yeah. Oh my god. I mean, it's it's. I mean, this is, dude. It's. I mean, he does. It is different. It's boxing, but. Well, and here's the other thing. I don't know. It was originally the whole thing about him in De La Hoya was supposed to be. It's not an exhibition. It's a real fight. Yes, and De La Hoya was supposed to have. Yeah, right. And he that's got the COVID. other thing. Holyfield's taking this fight on what two weeks notice. There, that this fight is not. It's going to be an exhibition. Oh, it for, is for a couple of reasons, but I think the commission wasn't going to no. let Holyfield get into Dude. a legitimate <laughs> boxing match. Dude, I mean, it's just like I mean, it's. It's Evander Holyfield, but, I mean, come on, man. It's like, yeah. it's nuts. But I am actually really excited for the co-main event. Um, Anderson go. Silva versus Vitor Belfort. Anderson Silva versus Tito Ortiz. Uh, Tito didn't miss weight by, I think, six pounds. What a Jeez. But he looks good. No, but. Like, he, he looks like, I mean, me and Jacob were actually just talking about it. He doesn't look like he missed weight because he was being, like, he's, like, thin. He looks in shape. Like, mm-hmm. I, like Jacob speculated it might have just been, like, a miscalculation on the weight thing. But, I mean, he looks good. Um, I'm actually really excited, man, because I actually love the Anderson Silva boxing stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, I think he's, I mean, not getting enough credit. Can finally get excited to see him fight. Because you know, um, MMA, it was a little rough. It was these rough. past couple mm. years, but here's my problem with Tito: is the past two three weeks he's been just going in on Anderson, saying he lost all respect for him right. by trying to make this fight at 195. Yeah, all these strict weight cut yeah. things, and afterwards he misses weight, and Anderson's just like, "You knew the weight. Why not just like you're disrespecting me because I worked and I cut and I made the weight." Right. Sure. So I hope Anderson just puts it on him and and takes him out. I don't. I don't see. Cheeto isn't very much of a a, a striker. Mm-hmm. I could see him like dropping that head down and throwing a bunch of jabs, but I don't know if Anderson will be there. So I have no idea. What oh, to expect let's also Tito. the biggest point of this whole thing is 
Donald Trump will be doing commentary. <laughs> And his son, no. yeah, and his son yeah. with uh, with who's he doing? They're doing it with somebody. I can't remember. <laughs> it's an alternate commentary. I wish I would have. I, if I would have known that, I this fight is win. stupid. <laughs> this is the dumbest thing. Evander, USA, USA, <laughs> everybody, you stand up, you. Yeah. <laughs> if I was president, I'd probably get in there too. Hey, look, he's 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 sleep like Sleepy Joe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, how long until he makes a Sleepy Joe? Five seconds. Oh, hundred percent. Hold on, I'm looking who they're doing the commentary with. Oh, Jorge Masvidal. Oh god, this is awesome. <laughs> Isn't it almost worth it just to watch? <laughs> yes, that's what I'm hey, saying. Hey, Twitter, give me give Donnie his thing back. Come on. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, Neiman Gracie is also yeah. on that. Phil Davis, Joel Romero. I'm not mm. really seeing many, seeing many other names that I recognize. Yana Bennett. Uh, yeah. So, um, but I still want that that main event's enough to get me in. So I'm yeah. all in but on. I that. I think for Gracie, he was on a, a little streak. I think he lost recently though. Maybe you're right. He's yeah, ten and two. Yes, so. he, I think he lost his last one. Yeah. Yeah, boys, let's get into the news. Mm-hmm. Not much this week, um, but we are we do have a fight. Paulo Costa versus Marvin Vittori officially announced for October twenty third. It let's is a fight go. night. I think that's the fight we all kind of thought to make was there to mm-hmm. make. Right. Um, I think with a win, probably gets one of them right back in the title picture. Uh, with you know respects to Cannoneer and Brunson, who will probably get it before them, which I think is fair. One of those guys, but I don't know how they're gonna play it out. But that's probably a, somewhat of a number one. Hopefully, contender. Costa shows up. <laughs> this guy's been dropping out of fights left and right. What man. a yeah, man! If you if you're listening and you're a Costa fan, just call in. I want to talk to you. Well, and I just want <laughs> I just want to know what. Understand. Yeah. I just want to ask a couple questions. Man, like, you know, as a Hen and Barrow fan, I know what happens when a guy's on a ho- like a high horse and he loses. Some guys yeah. don't rebound and that's what it seems like sure for Costa because he's been talking all this I'm ready to beat Izzy I'm ready to beat everybody and then just not fighting anyone right so. uh, Gable Stevenson makes his decision over his future he is going to stay and wrestle I think his seniors last season right Minnesota Brandon is his last season yeah yeah defending national champion um, but the twist is it twist to it is the WWE has announced that they have signed him to an exclusive agreement so he will join the roster WWE roster while wrestling at the University of Minnesota which I find wild really dude okay like let's look so a sport like wrestling right which one is that we're talking about Uh, real wrestling WWE yeah the real stuff when you're getting hit with chairs and stuff so imagine doing that Mm mm-hmm and protecting your body and all this stuff while you're like wrestling as an amateur. I mean, just I don't know. Like, and, like all jokes aside, like to be honest, like that sport, like what he's gonna do, what he has to do to be a national champion. And maybe he's just so good he doesn't. I mean, you know. But I just can't imagine balancing both. And I don't think it's gonna be like a real uh, hectic WWE schedule. I mean, he might like run out to the cage and hit somebody with a chair here and like set stuff up for when he graduates. I think it's going to be it, like a, they're going to set up the suplex build. city dude yeah. and he's going to be suplexing people dude, and dipping. I, go ahead. I, okay. So I just feel like what I anticipate is a lot of his WWE appearances yeah. in the beginning, or at least for a while are going to be like the, you know, he's hanging out in the stands and then he's yeah. jumping over like a lot sure. of that. So I Rhonda. feel like it's going to be a while. Yeah. Before he gets a match, but you're still on like, pl- right. But you're still, pl- and, and they want to do shirts, merch. Sure. No. So what happened is the, for people that maybe don't know why, why he can do this is the NCAA did a thing now where students can get paid, promoted, that type of stuff. So I think, you know, the WD wants to cash in on merch, his name. I mean, he's the, 
defending world champion, gold medalist. I mean, uh, NCAA. I mean, there's money there. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can start building a story with him and Brock, but do all that. Well, and then you got to go back to Minnesota and be a, a college athlete. And then everything that comes with that, you know, you're on plane. So, hey, I'm not saying it's not a good move. Shout out to him, man. I'm sure he's going to get paid. He deserves it. Anything he wants to do, he can do. And, I mean, I'm excited to see how it unfolds. I wish yeah. it was in the UFC, but I get it. Well, did you see what that, paid, uh, Mark Ramondi tweeted about, like, why he didn't go with the UFC? No. He's, sources tell him that the UFC wanted him to gain experience on the regional scene yeah. before potentially competing for a contract on the Contender Series. Mm. You brought in CM Punk yeah. with nothing <laughs> and let him right on the roster. I mean, I guess if you're looking, though, like from a business standpoint, is CM Punk's a bigger name or was than Gable Stevens. Steve, Gable's no, for not, sure. Gable's not as much of a household name as CM Punk is. Now, I think the Olympics could change that or probably did change that a little bit. But uh, yeah, man, that's tough too. I don't, I don't doubt him because you go out. Say you go zero and two as an amateur, or even if you go straight into pros, whatever. Right. You know, the luster is gone. You have no bargaining, right. nothing. You know, and you, you know, say you win your first fight and you blow your knee out. Right. There's no money. Yeah. Like you can't, you can't show up to events and you know build up a storyline with somebody and make money still. Sure. Like you can in the W. So it's like, I don't. I know Dana does this. He likes to have his little power trips where he controls people and stuff, but yeah. I think he might have missed the mark a little bit with this one. I think, but at the same time, he okay, so he's reached the top of, of real, real wrestling, right, in the singlets, okay? Mm-hmm. And he's, he's won his Olympic gold medal. Dude, and Kurt Angle wore a singlet a-hole. He did so say chill it's his, his childhood Fair dream. Enough. Fair enough. <laughs> so, but now he's heading into WWE, so I think maybe he's just going to, you know, do what he can do in WWE sure. with a short, like maybe a short yeah. time frame similar to Ronda. And then when his name's even bigger from WWE, then we can maybe make it easier to move yeah. into you know UFC. And Dana's going to be a more be a bit more apt to maybe try to follow on. the Brock Lesnar. Well, yeah, and, and, and hopefully and, once the wrestling season starts, he'll kind of just focus on that. You know, but also, man, you know, with him needing to add striking to to be successful yeah. on the next level, you, you don't have time now. Yeah, you know, so it's tough. I mean, he is real young. I, I will say that, and you know, yeah. it, when you talk about. Um, the UFC, especially at heavyweight, you know, Francis is 36, 37. Yeah. Um, which is funny. Do you know Aldo's younger than him? No, but that doesn't surprise me. Interesting. Younger than him. And he, Aldo's been fighting for 14 years. So, yeah, it's it's just crazy stuff. That, but, yeah, I mean, he has time to get back in it. Sure, for sure. Next thing, Darren Till's coach, Colin Haran, said that Till tore his ACL nine weeks out from the Brunson fight while wrestling in practice. They tried to convince uh, Till to drop from the fight. Till refused, fought anyways. We obviously know he lost. Um, didn't look great in that fight. Um, but I want to ask you guys, how much of any leniency, uh, I'm going to give my opinion after you guys, but how much of any leniency do you give him for that loss for tearing his uh, ACL? I don't know. Do we know for a fact he tore it, or is this just hearsay? Could be hearsay. Okay. I, I haven't seen anything that supports it. I don't I, know. For now, I'm going to say not a lot because you're at this point. Like, I get why he did it because he was just injured before, missed a fight, and so like he probably he's trying to get he's trying to get fights. So yeah. I, I understand that, but at the same time, like you went in there compromised and you knew you were compromised. So sure, it's on you. What do you think? Yeah, I mean, anymore, who's fighting a hundred percent? Right, and not to say, I mean, obviously tearing your knee out like that. Change. I mean, because you know, we talked about where was those head kicks, where was yeah. some of the flashier stuff he does, and it wasn't there. And I mean, that could be it. But I do know guys struggle coming back from injury. I know you had that collarbone, and, mm-hmm. and then now with that, you know, it's probably 
tough, but you're not you even if you win that, you know, I don't know, you just don't do yourself favors when you fight with injuries like that. And I, and it is worth noting that he has had a rough run of injuries and pulling out of fights, um, while I can sympathize uh with the fact that, you know, he was probably injured and didn't want to pull out and um, you know, and I still think you're fighting and you're taking that inherited risk, right? You know mm-hmm. you're going into a fight. And I think being as healthy as possible along what you said um, is just as important as anything in MMA. Coming into a fight is just as much of a skill or an art form um, as learning your techniques, your kicks, your wrestling, everything else. It's like one whole yeah. part of it. Um, I can also sympathize with the money aspect. Uh, you know, I think um, that's a whole other topic in itself that we could, and I'm not even going to get into it. I'm not saying, you know, I get if he's underpaid and doesn't have money and needs mm-hmm. to fight. But I also think if you're only doing it for the money, then the result doesn't matter. So therefore, why should I care anyways? Yeah. Because if your sole purpose is to go in and get a payday, you did it. Good job. Yeah. But if you didn't go in there knowing that you could win that fight, that's on you. Mm-hmm. Like that, that's just 100% well, how I feel. I bet he wholeheartedly believed he could still win. Maybe. Then don't cry about it. I don't want to yeah. hear about it then. Mm-hmm. You know, well, and, I, I mean, and that goes for, and that's yeah. not just Till. Like that's everybody is like, I just think there's just, it just irritates me. Cause like you just said, who fights healthy? Like we know, we know fighters. Like we mm-hmm. know, you know, people personally that like, it's, it's not easy to go into a fight and not feel something. Now a torn ACL is extreme. Don't right, get me wrong. For sure. mm-hmm. And if he went in there, dude, I'm not doubting that this guy's not a tough, tough dude. If it, let's say, I'll just take him at his word. It was good for you. But if, if you went in there just to get paid and you just like, okay, well, you did what you set out to do. So I, I'm not going to be the toughest guy in the cage. Isn't going to help no. you win or get money. No, mm. I totally agree. Cause you, you lose this. What if you get cut now? Oh yeah. You're I'm tough though. Yes. Like, come on, man. You gotta be, your team needs to be smarter than that. Right. Uh, John, any, or either of you anything else before we move on real quick? Nothing. Uh, real quick, uh, Daniel Cormier is about to get into a TV series. I don't know if you guys seen that. No, I didn't. It's a spinoff of the movie Warrior. Or a TV show warrior. Okay. Um, he's pretty excited about it. He said, I'm going to Hollywood, baby, for all the supporters. So he's going to basically, I guess, play Let's like an MMA fighter in Let's this. go. Oh, the movie Warrior yeah. with Tom Hardy? Yeah. Gotcha. It's okay. a spinoff of that. Let's do it. Um, <laughs> Jake Paul shoots down Tyron Woodley rematch after saying he messed up by not getting the tattoo. Tommy Fury likely next. Next. Yeah. <laughs> um, we got Lopez, Tiafimo Lopez saying that He's going to win this next match, and there's no Lomachenko rematch, even though his dad just said after Lomachenko yeah. ran through Nikitani that, yeah, he's going to get it after this next one. So it sounds like he's running. Yeah. Whatever. Uh, Caleb Plant's working with Andre Ward to get ready for this Canelo Alvarez fight, which I thought was interesting. It's in November 6th as a fight, but Andre Ward is one of those guys I wish didn't retire because him and Canelo would have been such a crazy Funny seeing all the Van Camp under the Van Camp announcement. Yeah, Caleb all the people Plant. saying, "Look at Caleb Plant's little brother." Like his oh, yeah. Van Camp kind of looks like. And the last thing I'm just going to touch on real quick, and it's something we can just give a small, quick little thing on. I don't know if you guys seen, but yesterday uh, there was a fight where a transgendered woman won a fight against another woman, and this was what the person looked like before the transition. Wow. Mm. Okay. So, and it's obviously a, a weird touch point because you know. You have uh, what was a uh, Fallon Fox or something? Fallon like that? Fox, yeah. Something Who, like that. that was yeah, that was a thing. That was a thing for a little while. What do you think, so. Brandon? I don't want to say. I'm interesting. I mean, the the so listeners want to know. No, here I'll tell you 100 percent how I feel, and I think here's my thing: life decisions like changing your gender, being gay, being lesbian, whatever. That's your decision. I have mm-hmm. like no issue with that. I have. 
I know people of all different walks of life that have made different decisions like that. I love every single one of them. Mm-hmm. Don't care about it. But when it comes to that, my stance will forever be if we want, if it's your transgenders, if we want to see them compete in sports, I'd love to see it. Let's go. I mean, you're Follow an athlete. Your dreams. If you're an athlete, let's do it. Let's just make like an open weight class or a open gender class. You know, you can have like an open gender champion, whatever. And that just completely eliminates the whole, seriously. Right. So, so you're saying anyone can join that? Yeah. Like because if, it, at that point, it's if, a choice. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So if you're a, if you're a, a um, natural born female sure. fighting somebody who's transitioned, you're making that decision yeah. like I'm okay with this. Sure. Cool and with if that. you're a guy who's like, hey, I got this. There's a belt right here. It's like the weight lift. There was just a transgender weightlifter in the Olympics. In the Olympics, mm-hmm. female. Uh, I I believe, um, and and I'm I'm ignorant when it comes to a lot of these terminologies, but I think it was a man that transitioned to a female. Right. Mm-hmm. And she competed in the heavyweight weightlifting, and she won. Um, and. And there was a lot of controversy, and I feel the same way about that. Transgender people deserve to be at the Olympics. I'm all for it. There just needs to be an open gender weight class then where anybody can enter. I mean, I just, I, once again, I could care less about people's opinions. You can cry. You can cancel me. Say whatever right. you want, but that's mm-hmm. I'm going to stand on that forever is if that's how we're going to do it, fine. I'm all for it, but let's just make it fair and equal for everybody. Yeah. I like the idea of an open, like an open weight yeah. class like that. I think that's, that's, I think that's the best way to solve it. Yeah. I'm cool. With so that. that's my piece on that. Folks. That's my piece on that. Most people yeah. ain't going to touch that. So clip that homie. Yeah. I'll tell, I'll touch it. I'll touch it all day. <laughs> Daddy. Well, let's get into this. Um, oh yeah. The game. Let's experience. go. Let's oh, boy. go. I'm so excited for this Brandon. I almost game. don't want to do it. No, nope, you got to <laughs> now. Okay. Let me grab my stuff here. All right, so I almost feel, part of me wants to, like, I feel like we should have some actual elevator music playing in the background. Okay. Is that possible? I could probably pull that up. That's probably real possible. That's just light jazz. So should I explain this real quick? Yeah. Okay, so this should be very simple. Okay, this shouldn't be overcomplicated. Okay. So you have two categories here. You have a category that's fighters. So Mm -hmm. in this plastic baggie is nothing but different fighters. Ten hours of elevator music starting now. Oh, boy. That's all we need. Well, about... (laughs) <laughs> so you have a category that's fighters, and then you have another category over here that's basically just different stipulations, okay? And each of you, I like it. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so each of you is going to pick one card, one card from each of these categories, okay? So mm-hmm. you're going to get a fighter, and you're going to st- get a stipulation. Now, the scenario is I'm Dana White. Okay. Mm-hmm. So each of you is going to get 30 to 45 seconds to basically explain to me why this fighter should get this stipulation. Okay. Okay. Makes sense? Yep. Okay. And then I'm going to pick who did a better job. Okay. Nice. So who goes? Enough. Yes, I like it. Who goes first? So you're both going to draw, and then mm-hmm. you're going to take turns going first. Or not going first, but okay. take turns. So I'm going to pick a fighter first. Yep. I'll pick my Can snake. I say who it is when I pick it? It doesn't matter, right? Um. Oh, I dropped one. No, it doesn't matter. You can go ahead. Okay, my fighter is the Korean zombie. Okay. And my stipulation, I guess I'm going first. I just defaulted myself. <laughs> Sucker. Do you have a timer? Is there a timer? I'll get one. I got you. Okay. So my stipulation is cross promote a fight with a Bellator champ in the same weight class. Okay. Do you need to know who that is? It'd be Patricia Pitbull, right? Right. I think so. Is, is he the 45 pound yeah. champion? So, okay. So I have to convince you, Dana White, why the Korean zombie should be able to go fight the Bellator champ. Cross promote. When does my time start? Um, whenever you say you're ready. Let's. Go. Okay. DW. 
Check it out, man. I got it. This thing. I'm listening. You better hurry, dude. All right. I'm going to hurry. So there's this champ over in Bellator. His name's Mm -hmm. Patricio Pitbull. He's a massive star. He's in Brazil. Huge international thing. I got this idea. Take the Korean zombie, man. Dog. Absolute dog. Who are you going to send over to Bellator? A mid-card guy. Mm. You don't have any risk involved as far as like if he loses, nothing like that because he's a mid-card, but he's still a contender. Mm -hmm. He's a gamer. There's no way Pitbull finishes him. He's a massive star in Asia. Mm -hmm. You're going to get all that love over there. Okay. I really, really think he's fought for a UFC title, but he's not your champion, so there's not as much risk. I'm over my time limit. Sorry. Very good. Okay. Okay. All right, not bad. Not That's bad. really tough. I like the Asia comment. Yeah, I was just showing you. I, w- I wasn't necessarily going to cut you off. No, you're good. Okay. And 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 no, we need to get close to thirty seconds. Okay. And for the record, none of these are planned. By the way, we're no. literally drawing these. Yeah, this <laughs> right. is completely random. <laughs> so, yeah. Let me so, let me let me reset it so this isn't like a. Okay. okay. While you're resetting it, I'm gonna say who I have in yes. my stipulation. Okay. I have Stipe Miocic. Okay. And I have to convince you to make him a new octagon announcer. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> he has like the worst voice. <laughs> <laughs> Whenever you say you're ready, <clears throat> go. All right. All right, Dana, hear me out. All right, hurry. All right, Come look. On. So, no, Stipe is not doing anything. You're not giving him fights right now. Yeah. There's the John Jones issue. You don't know mm-hmm. what to do. You know what you need to do? What? You set him up against DC commentating. Ooh. They argue the whole time. His voice starts getting on your nerves. Then DC makes fun of it. Now we got people laughing. Now okay. you got John Anik in the corner like, mm-hmm. hey, guys, you better chill out. Uh-huh. Stipe's taking his shirt off. He's got the <laughs> hair up. Like, I'm just saying there's a lot of things you can do there. Mm. Okay. Anything else? I'm good. That's all you got? Yep. Yeah. All right, I'll think about it. Okay. <laughs> so, do I? You want to pick that one, and then we'll do another round. Yeah, you can pick them. Okay. I liked where the energy was at with the Cipe thing, but I feel like there was a really good point there with the Korean zombie in the Asian market. So I'm gonna I'm gonna go with that one because Dana's a money guy, so he's gonna yeah. follow the money. I'm not mad at that. So <laughs> I just think, but the idea of Cipe and DC going, <laughs> come on, DC. <laughs> so I meant, I think I meant for that because I think I did one that was UFC analyst, so that I think was meant to be like a Bruce Buffer. Oh, oh I mean, that's, even that's what so, I thought it was. Yeah, too. but it's cool. It's cool. It's fine. That works. Okay. Oh yeah. Go ahead. I picked a stipulation first on accident. We're doing it again. We're going All right, back one in more the round. Back. One more round. Let's go with the smooth jazz in the elevator. I bet this elevator would smell amazing, by the way. <laughs> it's probably a nice hotel. My fighter is, ooh, Kamara Usman. Okay. The stipulation that I have to convince you, Dana White, is that Kamara Usman should trade with any one non-UFC fighter. Whoa. Mm. So you have to, tr- I have to convince you to trade Kamara Usman for one non-UFC fighter. Wow. I'll give you a second. Yeah, because I need to think of like, who do you even... You want to like mention yours real quick while he's thinking? <laughs> I got uh, Alex Perez. Okay. Uh, and I have to convince you to let him babysit your kids. <laughs> okay. I'm going to add in a rule here. I'll give you guys one trade if you guys want to take a trade. Like trade or swap Like out. exchange. Like I'm yeah. swapping out Alex Perez because there's not a good selling point there. Okay. I'm, I'm sticking with mine, but this is going to be tough. Because who is bigger than Kamara Usman? In the, in the, yeah, that's a tough I'm going to go for it, though. I'm going to take it. I think I've got somebody. Okay. Tell so me you when you're still ready. All right, let's when, do it. Whenever you're ready, go. Okay. Dana, check this out, man. Okay. Okay. So you got Usman right, greatest of all time, possibly been on a run. Yeah. Here's the thing: you hate boring fighters. Ooh. He, true. He can get a bit boring, right? I mean, the striking's looked okay as of lately, you know, but it's still just kind of like whatever. Mm-hmm. This ain't going nowhere. Chances of somebody beating him slim to none. It's going to lose its luster really fast. Okay. Got this guy in Bellator named AJ McKee. Okay. Probably one of the hottest non-UFC fighters right now. He's exciting. He's fun. He's super tapped into a culture and an environment that you have 
severely missed on. Mm-hmm. Um, he's going to inspire a lot of young urban kids to come out and, and really go for this fighting thing. And Usman is just not that for you, man. And he's boring. And okay. he's, yeah. Wow. Damn, my time's up. I was going to keep going with that. That's tough. Not bad. That's that wasn't tough. bad, though. All right, all right. All right, you ready? What uh, you my repick is Derek Brunson. <laughs> <laughs> to baby, to baby, Bl- blonde Brunson showing <laughs> yeah. up at the door. I like it. Okay. Let me, all right, let me know when you're ready and go. Okay, Dana, what's, what's up? up man? Hey, man, yeah, How's it going? um, I got this guy, man. I just need to, talk, I need to talk to you about something. Okay, got this guy who's looking for a little gig. He's yeah. wait, he's waiting on something down the road. Mm-hmm. He's a little in between right now. Okay, you know him as Blonde Brunson. <laughs> Izzy knows right him now. as Bumpson. Okay, um, but I'm, he's looking to babysit your kids. Now, hear me out. Here's the thing: he's a fighter, so boom, he's security off That's top. True. Good point. Also, on that note, if your kid's acting out and it's spazzing out, what has he been doing? Good wrestling and holding people. Okay, good. Boom, so, that's what he's gonna do. Gotcha. Also, he's not super high profile. If you make him cut his hair and it's not blonde, people don't know who that is. They think it's like Wesley Snipes' brother or something. We don't know that. So I'm just saying he's a safe pick, and it gives him something to do. Gets him out of your back pocket because you got bigger fights to set up with Izzy than Brunson. So okay. Ooh, get, get, gets him out of the way. I like it. <laughs> I, I think I'm definitely taking John on that one because like he, he really pulled that one. Out. <laughs> that last that like last it. comment came through like yeah. <laughs> that was a tough one. I was really like the babysitter one. I was like, I really don't know how anyone's gonna make this work. So with the fact that you got that, I was like, oh boy. Well, when I first opened. It and I seen I, I didn't see Brunson at first. I seen Derek. I was like, "Oh, please tell me I got Derek Lewis," because <laughs> oh this would have been gosh. so amazing. He's in there. I think we should make Brandon do one real quick. Okay. Mm. Well, you got to convince us. I don't know because here's the thing: Nate never did any of his games. You never asked. I did. We definitely did, did you? on a few of them. Did yeah, you? but we, we we didn't have nothing ready for Here, those. I'll draw one, and if it's and if it's not terrible, can, just do can, it. Can John make it up? Hold on, hold on. Can John make it up right now? Mm. Instead of one from the bag, can John just make it up off the top? Can you? Yeah. Why don't you take this one? Okay. I'm usually doing the random stuff. So I'm going to draw from our fighter bag, but I'm going to make up a stipulation right here. Okay. So Brandon, your fighter, John's Dana White, is Brandon Moreno. Okay. And I want you to convince him why Brandon Moreno should feature in the next Calvin Klein underwear spread. Go. I have to go right now? You guys got a second to think. Okay, okay. I'll give you a second. Okay. Got I'll give you I'll give you twenty ten more seconds. Calvin Klein underwear. Yeah, why he should be the next Calvin Klein underwear model. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right, ready? Three, All right. two, one, go. Okay, Dana, you got what's, a second. What's up, man? All right, I got I got to say something to you. Okay, so one of your busy, biggest rising stars right now, mm-hmm. Brandon Moreno. Okay, and he's coming off of a big win. He just got the title off Figgy, and so he's he's just looking really good right now, and right. he brings a market with Mexico, okay? Mm. He's got a whole nation behind him. Love there. So this is what I think we got to do with him. You ready? Mm-hmm. Calvin Klein, underwear model, okay? Mm-hmm. Good-looking mm. kid. He fits the build. He's a good-looking guy, and that's a whole other market you haven't even tapped into, mm. okay? That's more money. That's everything you need right there. That's a whole market with a nation behind it, and it's a rising star, you got to get this guy going. No more Wheaties boxes. That's old school. Right. We need underwear models. Time. And this is your dude. So that's just a guy you want to see in his underwear. <sighs> yeah. Pretty much. I feel like you missed Mexican meat. That was that was on the yeah. table. And what you was missed it? <laughs> yeah. I feel like you, you just missed that, it. You, you need to put that chorizo up, doggy. Yeah. I feel like you just missed it. Well, that's it. I like it. No, this is to Not stay. Bad. I yeah. think it needs to stay. I think stay. it works. We'll keep the bag. Um, let's, can we keep these separate though? So like next time we play, it's like we don't have a chance of a redraw yeah we'll just keep yeah that's fine okay we'll i want to keep them because we, we need still, to, we need to make more too yeah we'll make more we might even add a third there's card. there's a lot of fighters in there 
Yeah, I like, know. It took me forever. Yeah, it. Alex Perez, we could probably throw that one. Yeah, away. there was a few. <laughs> literally, my only argument was be like, look, nobody knows him. <laughs> yeah. uh, he fights. Yeah, it's gonna th- be Brunson except a, for the funny stuff. There's a couple in there. I was like, oh, we really don't want to put this one in there, but I have to. Yeah. Um, there's two I almost didn't put in there because they're not ranked. John Jones and Conor McGregor. We're not ranked Ooh. in our because McGregor's number nine and Jones. Jones has been just, out too long. He's just pound for pound. They took him out. Yep. Brandino, what's our song of the week? Song of the week. Um, just giving the weekend. I guess show a little patriotism. I got uh, "Living in America" by James Brown. Oh, mm, I like it. Nice. I like it a lot. Uh, John, anything for the people before we go? Uh, not to take it down a notch, but rest in peace, Bobby Pettigrew, a local legend, man. Very good. Yep. Very true. Brandino. Our new leader, do you have anything for the people? I am the leader. Stay frosty. Mm. Stay frosty. And we're going to do that. I promise you that. It's getting cold outside. Do you have anything for people? No. Mm. I wore a jacket today. <laughs> That's it. Good one. Hey, it's August. Jacket no, Nate September. is like Cody Mello, dude. I go back to work this week. Nice. Yeah. Welcome back to the real world, Dougie. Yeah. We'll see you guys next Sunday. Enjoy Bye. the fights. Peace. Go, Wrong button. Sorry. Oh, hey, real quick, before we go, actually, I'm going to turn this off. I do have one for the people. Look mm. at this. Who turned it off and is never going to hear this because they were like, ah, it's over. Right. <laughs> we're talking to you, Levi. <laughs> Next week, I'm really excited for our new segment. Yeah. I ordered it today. We're yes. starting a new, I'm going to preview. This is like a little post-credit. This is like your Marvel post-credit yeah. scenes right here. Oh, boy. Next week, we have a new segment called the Fighter Pantry. Yeah. Fight pantry, fighter pantry. I'm not sure. I like fight pantry. Fight pantry? Okay. Yeah. I kind of like fight pantry. It's quick. So it's going to be called the fight pantry. And every, I'm not going to say every, just whenever we feel like it, we're going to take one fighter. We're going to try to keep it pay-per-views, but maybe even bigger fight nights, an international fighter. And we're going to find a snack and or a drink or something from their native country. We're going to have it shipped here to the good old USA and we're going to taste test it. Try it right here on the pod. I'm going to, should I say next week's? It's Australia because yeah. we're going to be previewing UFC 266, yes. uh, which Dude. is uh, headlined by Volk. Volk and Ortega. And we are going to do, for Volk, we're going to do an Australian snack. And the camera's going to be on Brandon the whole time. <laughs> Does anybody care to guess the snack? Or you guys already know, don't you? You, you told us. Okay. Should I say it? I would. You've already, you've already pretty much done At this point, if you're still here, you deserve it. I yeah. ordered them today. I'm so excited. Yeah. yeah. We are going to be taste testing Tim Tams. Bam. Ooh. Look them up. They look really good. I'm, I have high hopes. We're going to do, let's do a leaderboard. We'll like taste them and we'll rank them. Boom. Cool. All right. And then as it goes, yeah. Well, let's just I just get appreciate out of here. you guys. We'll see you guys later. Yeah. We love you. See, see you guys. Bye. Bye. <laughs>